Do you feel alone? Even your mama doesn't love you. Do you think you're weird? A bowling ball shouldn't be able to fit in there. Do you have a secret? I bet it's big. True Me with Kevin and Farah. Driven by secrets, fueled by shame. Farah, did your parents sit you down and talk to you about the birds and the bees? My parents are so typically Asian that they literally just... We were at the table, they just pushed a book in front of me and then walked away. And like a whole book? book. Like Not just even a, a little, pamphlet? It's like 10 pages and there's like photos and it basically t- tells me like, Oh, this is a vagina, this is a penis, they shouldn't meet until you're married. <laughs> like, oh! That's like, that was it. But there was no like verbal conversation. There no. was no verbal conversation. What about you? Was there like pictograms or oh like... My, I remember this so vividly because I was outside the house with my dad just picking up dog poop because the dogs had come out to poop. <laughs> and he was like, uh, Kevin... If you have sex with a girl, you need to do this. Uh, do you have pubic hair yet? Because what? if you check your penis and if there is hair coming out of your balls, you need to do this. Why does your dad sound like Dr. Phil? That's really I don't know. <laughs> That's my impression of my dad. And I'm clearly uncomfortable. Don't talk to me. Talk to someone else. What about you, Asher? <laughs> That's yes, us. Asher's back in the studio. Woo! He is the right. founder and the person behind Burned, Burned app. That's B U R N D. If you want to check about uh, and learn more about your sexual health, that's where you should go. Yeah, but I'm curious. Mm-hmm. How did you learn about sex? Oh God, it was one of the most awkward conversations in my life. I tell you, really, mine was quite pleasant. <laughs> <laughs> I loved it <laughs> Mine was horrible My dad one day on a Sunday He told me Let's go for a drive And I asked him Where are we going to go for a drive? He said Let's just go for a drive And he put me in the car I was, I think I was maybe like 16, 17 Like that He took me in the car He locked the car door And we went for a one hour drive And he told me Everything in the world About sex About uh, <laughs> HIV About God. STDs And everything And Every second, I was thinking, should I open the door and jump out of the car? <laughs> <laughs> and I saw, and I did. I saw a huge trailer coming close to me, and I was thinking, if I open the door right now and jump, I probably would die. I like how traumatic he is. I know. <laughs> and now he's like a medicine person. I'm like, oh. a medicine person. That's, that's what I call it. No, but that's fantastic. Pictures. Out of the three of us, yeah. your conversation was, even though in terribly, terribly scary, it sounds like a But it lasted for an bit. hour. But it was Yours good. Yours had zero. No conversation com- whatsoever. Mine was like one minute. Yeah, and yours was thorough. Yeah, and, and one thing that I really appreciated was... Uh, I mean, my dad went into a lot of details, uh, especially about HIV, about STDs and everything. And he said, no matter what, even if one day you come and you tell me that you're HIV positive, you always have a place in our home. Oh my God, is your, is your dad a doctor? Yeah, my dad's a doctor. Oh, I was about to ask ah. that. I was like, why would he know so much about these things? I'm like, yeah, he's just a good parent. That's yeah. what he is. Yeah. yeah. So like, here's the thing about it, because thinking about it, like there is no other avenue to learn about sex in Malaysia unless it's via your family or your friends. Is this right? Actually, you there's no avenue to learn about sex. Most of the time, people learn about this, about sex online. Because mm-hmm. in, in, in Malaysia Yeah, true port Because in Malaysia Families don't talk about sex It's something so taboo It's mm. like, oh my god You're talking about sex Yeah, of course And yeah. then with friends You get all kinds of mixed information exactly. And so what do people do? They go back home They open their incognito <laughs> website And they go in And they watch porn And they're like Okay, so that's what sex is But that's an entirely altered view of sex, right? So as a teenager, you're sort of your first exposure to sex is either choking a woman or, um, you know, calling. What kind of porn were you watching when you were you were a teenager? I didn't see any choking porn until like two years ago. Legit, one of the first porn I watched was I think it was trans. uh, It was uh, trans porn. 
Okay. Okay. I don't even know why that was like the. I'm like this is the most interesting one to me. Click transport, and then it was choking in S N M, and she was getting slapped, and then he was getting slapped, and then I was like, that's all. I don't want to do this. Oh, Farah, that explains so much. I know my penis for one. Ah, uh, yeah, it's weird. Just get it checked out. No, uh, but yeah, that's the thing. So, so like, um, if everyone's looking at porn, then how? You know what I mean? Like, like, how are we getting ourselves? How should we get ourselves educated? You see, because. Like what you said Porn gives you an altered version of sex It makes sex seem Like it's the best thing in the world It's it's gonna be clean There's not gonna be any accidents And the number one thing you see in porn Is nobody uses condoms Exactly Nobody uses condoms well, Not in gay porn Like a lot of them use condom There is But now, barebacking is a big Big selling point For some videos as well For example Every time a porn uh, Adult film actor Comes out doing bareback porn is like oh this person is doing it for the first time check it out right now and it'll have like, it'll, it'll have like billions it. of views yeah. and so th- there's this idea that that you don't have to use condoms that's mm. that's the idea that 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 porn gives you a fantasy it's not reality it's not what really happens when you have sex yeah. with person they don't in porn they don't explain to you what consent is yeah Yes so Yeah now, someone comes to your house Like repair your table And then you're having sex And then you immediately Go down to your knees And suck that dick right yeah. There's no conversation About consent And so now you see People when When their boyfriends Pressure them to, mm. When pressure a girl To have sex The girl says Okay Let's have mm. sex mm. You see There's no negotiation skills Because we have not Taught them any negotiation skills yeah. mm. So when the boyfriend says I don't want to use a condom Okay great Don't use a condom She gets pregnant and the guy runs away <laughs> You yeah. see Because there's no negotiation There's no one to tell you That if you have sex Without a condom Not only can you get pregnant There's the risk of getting So many different STDs Is there mm. But because Here in, in Malaysia And in a lot of Other conservative countries People don't want to talk about sex When it's something That is very natural yeah, because of all the taboo and all, everything that's surrounding sex When essentially we're all going to want it We're all going to have to do it at some point mm. Right? And it's scary because a, a lot of times when we talk about it We don't tell the whole truth So if we don't tell the whole truth to the people we talk to uh, about sex uh, Then what are we? how are we going to educate ourselves? How are we going to get an honest feedback? So for example, I may not tell you, Farah, that maybe I had unprotected sex in the bathroom earlier with a complete stranger. It's something that I wouldn't tell anybody, but I did it. So how do I keep myself safe or stop myself from doing something of that sort? I understand that uh, Ash, you have done this for a while. You go you, not not having sex in the back of a ga- gas station, <laughs> but you know, going around doing anonymous testing. Is there any instances where people come in completely clueless about sexual health and how uh, protection is supposed to work or help them? Oh yes, I've been doing anonymous testing for several years now, and when people come for anonymous testing, you hear the most funniest of stories, and you actually realize that grown adults. Who may be engineers Who may be lawyers Who may be teachers Lack education about sex So just two weeks ago I conducted an anonymous testing On this uh, individual He comes in He was very reluctant to get tested So I convinced him I told him it's anonymous You are here Why not? Just get tested So when I asked him questions About his uh, uh, sex life The first question I asked So how many sex partners have you had? And so he looks at me and he says Does that include my wife? God so then Okay so then after he told me That it was five And I had to reserve I cannot give any moral judgement This is very straightforward mm-hmm. So Then I asked him So do you use condoms? He said yes I use condoms all the time 
And then I asked him, what do you mean by all the time? This is a question that people don't ask. You see, because when you say you use condom all the time, what do you mean by all the time? Because yeah. some people pull out halfway, mm-hmm. right? Like, oh, this does not feel that great. I'm going to take the condom off. Mm. And there was a new trend that came out last year called uh, stealthing. Where people, when they, oh, they, wear, they wear condoms initially to, to convince you, okay, I'm wearing a condom. But halfway through sex, they pull off the condom. No! So no! Yeah, that is yeah. a, that is it's a, quite popular in Europe, right. by the way. It's, it's horrible. Right. Yeah. It's a new trend and it has affected Isn't so it many people. Or something? Sorry? So, what is it called? There's a word for Stelting. it. Stealthing. Okay. That's like the term. Stealth mode. Yeah, stealth you know? mode. Yeah. yeah. No, because here's the thing about it. He's really screwed. It's this is screwed up because this is something I'm not educated about. I don't know. I don't know anything about stealthing, and the, because I don't know it, I'm not going to be able to protect myself in that situation. Because now I'm going to be like every five minutes, I'm changing a position. I'm like, let me see that dick. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? oh and God. that's important because you want to be aware of the, the the trends of people of you know like latest hookup culture. You're like, okay, I might be a little bit uh, modest and I don't go out that much, but. What happens when you do go out? What happens if that one time your friends convince you to go to their birthday parties and you hook up with someone? How do you protect yourself? That's why sexual education is important. Because it, it's, it's just one event. One event could be the, the, the thing that makes you pregnant or the thing that makes you have an STD or the thing that makes you have HIV. It's, it is not, you don't need to have sex 100 times. It's just that one time that yeah. you forget to use protection is the one time when things can go wrong. It takes that's one person so that one night. That's yeah. it. Yeah. We're going to take a short break and when we come back, we're going to find out of avenues of how we can educate ourselves and why that's important. Ash, you studied in Malaysia, didn't you? Yes, I did. Primary school and high school. Yeah. So what do you think about our sex ed system? I think right now, we don't have much in terms of sex education. And the, any bits of sex education we get is very prejudiced and very biased. Mm-hmm. It focuses on pure abstinence, which is... That clearly doesn't work Because if if that theory of abstinence works We wouldn't have teen pregnancies mm. We wouldn't have teenagers Coming in having HIV Having STDs So it's very prejudiced And it gives you guilt The, the type of sex education We have right now Is prejudiced and guilt based That you are supposed to wait Until mm-hmm. you're married So when people have sex before then They don't know what to do Yeah, You see they don't know How to keep themselves protected They don't know how to negotiate what do you want from this relationship? And yeah. what do you do after if you have a one night stand and if you want to go get tested, but you're ashamed of it because yeah. your society or your surrounding, the people around you tell you that, oh, you've had a one night stand, you're a dirty little bitch. We don't even have to even go all the way up to the one night stand. It's like, how do you go buy condoms? Do you know what I mean? There is such social stigma. There is such, you know, the fact that you're so afraid of being judged every step of the way. And uh, Farah, people see you as a Muslim woman. Yeah, Sometimes, very, right? Yeah, depending on, on the tudong I'm wearing on that day. But you yeah, yeah, I see wear, what you You never wear one. <laughs> yeah. But uh, like, do you ever have problems buying, purchasing condoms from convenience yeah. stores? It doesn't have to be, like whether it be condoms, I'm on birth control pills and that's that's for non-sexual reason. Mm-hmm. But I'm on birth control pills and I get judged when I go to the pharmacy. When I wanted to buy condoms, I remember I was like the like when I was a teenager da 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 and like not teenager I was like 19 or 20 and I went to a convenience store in Cyberjaya I went to go buy condoms and like you know it was like a regular day with a snicker bar or whatever whatever and the guy literally wrapped up the condoms my immediate thought was that he was more embarrassed of me having sex than me being overweight and eating chocolate do you know what I mean? <laughs> like wrap up that snicker bar wrap up the snicker bar girl I need to wrap up this body but it's the idea that just that one move made me feel a little bit less confident and in 
in in just one thing like I was like oh maybe I shouldn't be having sex maybe I am too young maybe you know and even though I am a super like I I have my I ha- I'm very opinionated I have my own ideas but just that small moment made me feel a little lesser you mm. know so how do we navigate through this there are cultural stigmas there are like we Malaysia we say that we are this harmonious mix of cultures but having these cultures actually truly affect situations like this so how do we circumnavigate around this yeah so just going on to the point about the condoms even right now a lot of the correspondence that i get from malaysian teens who are below the age of 18 is that they are scared of going to buy condoms and so when i try to to ask them so what is the better alternative then if you're scared of buying condom what is the alternative and they all unanimously say have sex without a condom so that is posing that is going to pose a big issue as time goes on yeah so what we actually need is to educate people and the idea that when you talk about sex it makes people want to have sex no mm-hmm. that that has never been proven anywhere that just a conversation about sex or having sexual sex edu- sex education is going to make you want to have sex but what we need is to we need to equip the next generation because this our generation has passed mm-hmm. we have grown up so we cannot re-educate yeah. us so the next generation that comes needs to be educated and given non-prejudiced non-biased information about sex that this is what sex is if someone pressures you to have sex and you don't want to have sex what do you do yeah, yeah. what is the concept of consent what is rape There are stories and news articles every day about you know school children bullying each other into like giving blowjobs to a more senior student and you know like for someone if you did not know what that was then how are you going to navigate through that situation? Yeah, I have a question now. Like because I know that when I was a kid, the last thing I wanted to do was talk to my teachers about having sex, right? Mm. Um, and I I understand like my parents' point of view where it's really really awkward and strange. Is it possible for a parent or even a teenager? Uh, a parent to bring their child or a teenager to go with her friends or whatever to a clinic or a doctor or like a sexual health clinic and just to sort of find out a little bit more to get themselves educated well in terms of that right now in malaysia we don't have adolescent clinics mm. which you can go and get this information or get tested without parental consent mm. so when the issue of parental consent comes in then people don't want to get tested especially mm. the younger generation and that is why places like in the US the UK have opened up their clinics for anyone above the age of 12 to get tested without parental consent so there are some places like if you go to PT foundation in KL where you can actually ask questions they won't do a test for you because of the law in the country but you can ask questions about sex you can also get free condoms mm. places like PT foundation and uh, FHDA in Penang actually distribute free condoms to people so if you are if you want to have sex and you are scared of buying condoms you can go to these places and get condoms and also mm-hmm. get the information that you want i just want to say no age is too young in the sense where if you actually really genuinely are curious if you know of your niece or nephew or your own children if they're curious go out to these outlets go and get yourself educated one of the most interesting things that we brought up today was the concept of pleasure um i think without education we don't really we can't wrap our heads around pleasure when we watch porn mm-hmm. Everything seems so incredibly pleasurable until yeah. you actually have sex, and it almost seems when you're younger you're chasing. And then your pizza chasing, boy stops delivering your, your pizza pe- because exactly, you, the you, Domino's guy. Yeah, <laughs> you, you just sexually traumatize them. Exactly, but the idea is that you you constantly you're chasing for this high that you're never really gonna get. And the more realistically we talk about the se- sex, the more realistic our expectations are. Yeah. And I think that's really important. And I think that's why it is so. 
refreshing. Even for Farah and myself, we're so animated mm-hmm. in the studio in the last couple of weeks because this entire month we've been, you know, talking about sexual health and sexual awareness. And today we're talking about sexual education. So thank you so much, Ash, for joining us again. And we hope you had a good time. Yeah. It's my pleasure. I had a wonderful time. Thank you. If someone wants to get in touch with what you're doing, all they need to do is to check out the Burn app. There's a link to the website. Am I right? Check out uh, the app on the Apple App Store or the Google Play Store. We link you to our website and you can contact me anytime through the website. My email is there. Contact me if you have any questions, anything that you need to know. We will usually respond in less than 24 hours. The app is spelled B-U-R-N-D. Thank you so much for tuning in. We're going to talk to you next week. So if you liked what you were just listening to Just do that again <laughs> If you like what you were just listening to Please like us on our Facebook page At Ice Kacang MY um, You can also do the same on our Instagram And t- reach out to us over there You can reach out to Kevin at Mr. Kevin Chong And to me at OMG Farah That was it